passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals-centric specific show brought to you by myself, Javon Adams, and the one and only Ed Easy Smith. He is not only did he play professional baseball back when he was a lot slimmer and all that good stuff, but he also played uh, in the National Football League. He is a veteran. He is vested, played in the National Football League. He also played in NFL Europe, and then he also played in the XFL, and he has the battle scars and the and the cool cool walk to, to show for it. So <laughs> we bring this show to you every week. It is our version of uh, kind of a look back on a team that we cover, which is the Arizona Cardinals here in the Phoenix metropolitan area. Uh, we focus on not only looking at the game that just passed and be able to talk about some of the the topics that that come to our mind uh, to to discuss in greater detail, but then we also look ahead to the to the uh, the coming week's games. And so, uh, yo, Ed, how you living, man? And one more week down, uh, get creeping toward them playoffs, man. Everybody's starting to, you know, uh, jockey for position right now, not just, you know, in, within the division, but, uh, you know, as far as first round, the only first round by, uh, since, you know, they changed the playoff format. So a lot of interesting things coming up. Cardinals jump back into that seventh spot, man. And, uh, hopefully they'll keep us going into the postseason. Now, I want to definitely get into what we're going to talk about with this week, but with for the teams, for the organizations that you played with, uh, play for in baseball, did you ever play for the Cleveland team? I did. I did. Uh, 95, I was with them, and, you know, I, I got – it's crazy, Jay. You know, I got all the tats of all the teams that I played for, and I got two of them. I might have to put a cover <laughs> on them, between the Washington football team on the left arm and the soon-to-be Cleveland baseball team on the right arm. So, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do, man. I, I'd go out there and get some cover-up or something. <laughs> so I want to get to that in just a second, something that I came across. So you, uh, so the NFL is in full swing. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. And so I mentioned to you the Cleveland team. So the Cleveland, the professional football, in, I mean, professional baseball team in Cleveland, it was announced that they are changing their mascot name. I think it's something that's long overdue. And so if you go to betonline.ag, you'll be able to find uh, some of the futures or some of the, the odds on different name so i'm gonna throw out a couple for you and you let me know what you think so one of them uh wild things no no because that, that's off of the movie off of the movie i know i, I know, know. <laughs> uh, the spiders i'm not feeling that the, uh, the guardians not feeling that the rocks as in cleveland rocks i don't know about that uh the dobies oh i get it for the doby i think uh, i forget the gentleman's name he played for the uh uh-huh. played for for cleveland uh the cut Cuyuk. Cuyahogas? Cuyahogas? Yeah, that did nah, nah. The Rockets, 
the bullfrogs, the crows. Now here's one I'm really not feeling the naps. The naps. I yeah, I, none of those strike me as <laughs> great names. Hey, that's why hey, let's just take some time and figure this one out, okay? Indeed. Let's not make any hasty decisions. Indeed. So for game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well because we always know that it never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag. Sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So what I want to talk about today is the some and the Cardinals are coming off of a win. They went to they went to New York, they came out with the win. You're, do you think that this is a complete performance by the Cardinals offense, defense, and special teams? Also want to talk about you know, does this does one good offensive performance equal a turnaround? Like with Kyler Murray was under center. Whoever knew, who thought that that could happen? Uh, Hassan Reddick, he had a the game of a lifetime with five sacks, uh, the defensive performance overall. And this is something that I think will be interesting. Does Ed believe in momentum? And then we'll look ahead, of course, <laughs> to the matchup against the, the Philadelphia Eagles. So let's start off with, so again, the Cardinals coming off of a victory. They go to New York. I, I know, and this is, and Ed and I will happily eat crow. I know we pick, we both picked the Arizona Cardinals to lose. I thought it would be a, a close game. Didn't think that the the Giants would put up uh, points, but thought that the defense would uh, would end up kind of be, win the day, so to speak, for for the Giants. And that was not the case. The Cardinals uh, were victorious, twenty six to seven. They're now seven and six. The the Giants fall to five and eight. And the more importantly, the Cardinals are now in the number seven spot when it comes to the playoff picture. Uh, your thoughts on this game, and as you're giving me those thoughts, Ed, just keep in mind, like, I, I want. Do you think that this was a complete performance by by the Cardinals? I, I say no, and I'll tell you why in a second. But your your thoughts. All due respect uh, to the Cardinals, uh, a win is a win in the NFL. Yes, All wins aren't created equally. You know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. The I think the biggest thing that the Giants. I'm not gonna say they laid down, but that was one of the most pathetic efforts I've seen after one of the most impressive efforts I saw the week before out in Seattle. And I think it all stemmed Jay from the fact that I think they rushed uh, Daniel Jones back on the field. He was not healthy. Uh, I have no idea what their, you know, thought process was, but they threw him out there and you could tell he was a sitting lame duck all game, which we took advantage of. That's what you're supposed to do. Right. He couldn't move. He, he put the ball on the ground several times from the very beginning, gave us quote unquote momentum. And we just rolled with that, you know, <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to talk about momentum from week to week. That's a different thing, but you know, the, 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 the giants with their aspirations, uh, you know, obviously they're looking at a playoff spot as well. That was about as lame a performance you can put together. And we took advantage of what they put out there on the field and, it's one of those situations, Jay, where, like I said, a win is a win, and you got to take this one, especially if you're the coaching staff, and you want to beat the drum like, hey, we are back. Now we have to repeat and do this. The sad part is the part that you're going to have to remember, you're not going to be playing the Giants next week and uh, Daniel Jones. So we got a new, new opponent coming up. That was, you know, but this was one of those games that as bad as things have been going 
for the last five weeks. You know, we had to hail Mary, but could have lost that one, lost four out of five. As bad as things have been going, you couldn't have, uh, I guess, chosen a better recipe for, hey, let's get back on track because everything that could go right did go right for us, uh, courtesy of the New York Giants, if you ask me. But like I said, you play who you play, and you collect them W's, you eat them up like Jameis does, and, you know, you move on. So this, yeah, you got to eat them W's now. <laughs> so, you know, seven and six, now you got the Eagles coming up. They got a little, you know, shot in the arm themselves with their quarterback change. We're going to talk about that later on. But, you know, this was a dominating performance against a poor opponent. But, like I said, you win the games that are on your schedule. You know, I think uh, I agree exactly with what you said—a dominating performance against a, against a poor poor opponent. Because again, if 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 you're supposed to shut down their quarterback, you're you're supposed to limit their their opportunities to score. And because they did that, yeah, they did what they were in, in, supposed to do. Um, if we had more confidence in them going into this game, because we didn't know how they were going to perform when it came to that, if it was a top notch quarterback that, for example, let's say it was an Aaron Rodgers or something along those, somebody of that ilk, and they, and they limited them to seven points, <clears throat> then you could say maybe that would be more of a dominating or, or all around performance. But I will give, credit and props to the uh in terms of the defensive side of the ball it was really good to see uh and we'll we'll get it i guess we could we'll go come back to the to the offense in a second but it was good to see somebody like a hassan reddick just with i mean it was there i mean he they couldn't stop him i mean he was he was a man possessed yeah. and it was great to see that he did some of the di- under he did some bull rushes all uh, it was a good mix of technique and he really changed. He had a he left his his mark on that game. Your thoughts on Hassan Reddick with those five uh, with those five sacks? I mean, that's a performance for the ages. Anytime you get five sacks in the game, my question would be to anybody out there: Aren't you frustrated that we don't see this type of aggression? She aggressed me. She aggressed me every single week, bro. I mean, this is one of those things where if it, here's, I'll give you a quick story, bro. And this is, I'm going all the way back to when I was with the White Sox in like the late eighties, early nineties. Okay. One day I'm doing a workout. My, one of my best friends in the world, I hope to eventually, uh, you know, you two to meet. Um, we were in the, in the, doing some late conditioning, right? And we were just riding the bikes in the training room real quick. So, you know, 15, 20, 25, 30 minutes, whatever it was. And then toward the end, all of a sudden I wanted to show out. I wanted to get, you know, standing up and I'm pumping and I'm pumping and I'm pumping. Right. And I, and I'm putting it all in. And after I was done, my boy said, you know what? My daddy always told me if you had that much left in the tank, you wasn't really working hard in the first place. <laughs> and, for me, and that has always lived with me. And for me, what I'm saying is when we see a performance like that, I'm like, where, you know, y'all, y'all must not be working hard enough. You know, them, them weeks right. we watch you guys out there do what you're doing. I'm not seeing, well, we should be seeing that all day, every day, right? True, true. But we don't. So, you know, like I said, so when you get, like, says, almost like beating up on the, the little kid in the, in the, the, the schoolyard, you know, it's like, well, you know, yeah, you took his lunch money and you sent him home crying, but, you know, what, what, what good was that? You know, so, but right. no, like I said, win is a win. I'm just saying, I would like to see more of that from not just Hassan, but the entire, you know, off defense, everybody flying yeah. around. Yeah. And like I said, we've seen them spurts, but I'd like to see that more often. 
Yeah, because that that does again. Yeah, that gives you you're showing somebody a glimpse. And so if you can do that once, why can't you do it two, three? Repeat that, copy and copy and paste that for for more games on a regular basis. So I definitely understand that. So speaking of copy and paste, let's t- let's pivot back to the offense. So saw Kyler Murray. I, we were out taking my my mother in law to to uh, a breakfast uh, breakfast birthday a birthday breakfast. And so they had the game on where we were. And so my, my oldest son, he points at me and says, dad, look, and it was Kyler Murray under center. And it's funny because I've been, I've been, uh, I've been touting that, you know, using that stat 93% of his snaps come from, from, uh, from the shotgun. And he said, Oh, you in the stats now, dad, you in the stats. But the fact that he saw that and that, and we saw that a little bit during the game, we saw some different things, uh, were you impressed with that? And that, and again, if you show me a little bit of what you can do, do it all the time. But your thoughts on on that though that little bit of a wrinkle and continuing to see the moving of of uh, DeAndre Hopkins moving him a bit. We saw that at the end of the of the game against the the Rams in the second half of that game. But then we saw that a lot to a lot in the most recent game against the Giants as well. Your thoughts on all of that? Uh, you know, we've been talking about it from day one, Jay. I I, I really think that. And not, and here's the thing: it's not just for this season. We obviously want to make this little run, this little push for the playoffs, and we, you know, we do some different things we have to correct and, you know, do to to get there. <clears throat> this is about the future of this offense and organization. We have to see more of this, and I was actually very surprised and and excited to see Murray under center and some of the like you said some of the different wrinkles and then moving uh, DeAndre around. And you wonder whether somebody's not just listening but maybe coaching staffs are out there hearing some of us talk about this you know sort of stuff maybe one day we'll hear a press conference and somebody be like you know what i listened to the easy sports talk show or believe in the arizona cardinals the other day and you know what just just kind of stuck what they were talking about just kind of stuck in my head and you know we made some adjustments and we're gonna keep on keep it moving and you know we'll see where things go from here you know <laughs> that would but, be great <laughs> so if you're out there listening cliff you know you know, you can give us a shout out if you want to, but now nah, seriously, man, it was good to see some change. Um, and like I said, this just can't be a one-off because wh- what happens today is when you do these type of things and go out of your tendencies, that gives teams who are game planning for you something else to have to either plan for or worry about. And that's what you want. You want options. You want Murray under center. You got to want them to start having to deal with deep play action or stretch play action or little wrinkles, like you said, formations and stuff like that. So the more you can show, the more you make them worry and have to prepare for. If you come out with the same old thing all the time, like them regular crackers we talk about all the time, you know, (laughs) you know, it's pretty easy to prepare for that meal, right? True indeed. And I think along those lines, it's, it, I've heard it speculate, the speculation on this and maybe you, and we've talked about something similar to this where you, uh, you were on teams where there was, uh, you were that guy that would do it all in terms of in the trenches. You, if you asked, if you were asked to do something, yeah, I'll do it. If you need me to block that dude, if you need me to be the dude in the run game or do it, whatever, I'll, I'll do it. And you mentioned that there are sometimes there were, there are other tight ends that might be a little more diva ish and say, nah, I, I just, I'm going to only do these two things and those are what I'm going to do. And you can have that other dude do the rest. And so I wonder, I'm saying all that to mention to, to, to maybe, um, to talk about the speculation that maybe it was, Cliff always wanting to do these things to be able to, to expand the offense. And as Ron Wolfley says here in, in Phoenix in 98, seven, you know, expand the football universe, but 
that it could be, could it be Kyler that was hesitant and resistant to that type of change? And then finally, with all the criticism, maybe he says, okay, I'll go ahead and do it. Let's, I'm, 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 I'm more apt to try this now as opposed to before. Could that, could that be a possibility in terms of teams that you've seen, maybe the, the pull, the push and pull that can happen between uh, a coach and maybe um, talented players on his team? In my opinion, and obviously it's just my opinion, I would think the the other way uh, in that instance, because Kyler being such a young quarterback in his only second year, okay. he doesn't have that cachet yet. If this was like an Aaron Rodgers. You know, you saw the struggle when they made sure. the change in Green Bay, and it was like last year for them was just like push-pull. You know, they, uh, they seemed like they were – arguing or bickering even in the public and stuff was getting out. That's because of the established nature of Aaron Rodgers and he's used to a certain standard. You know, it, what, what did he say, Jay? He actually admitted that there were times when he would pretend like his headset was out so he could call his own play. That's yes, like, I remember that, yes. I could never in my life imagine at this point in his career Kyler doing anything like that because, like I said, he hasn't really earned that right yet. you got to get to a certain, you know, level, uh, tenure, uh, success, everything else, you know, your Roethlisberger's, your Drew Breeses, your uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, run down the list. Those dudes, if they decided, well, I'm just going to call my own plays, they could do it. Right now, Kyler is, in my opinion, probably agreeing with the game plan. Now, execution is a different thing. You can call a play and it could have different options. He might go with his most comfortable option, though. And that's, that's something you have to break him out of. So instead of him looking down the field and trying to hit that seven or that nine, he's really comfortable with throwing it out to the, uh, you know, the three yard out and stuff like that. So those are the things you have to work with him with. But as far as the game plan itself, I'm sure they're having their discussions. I'm sure Kyler's trying to get more comfortable with doing different things. It's just a matter of, you know, him growing into the role and then, you know, continuing to, continuing to try to fit his ability with the game plan uh, better each week. So believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So I wanted to ask this question of you. And I, the reason I ask this is because I got a, I got a text or we, we were in the group chat, you know, we were in a group chat with uh, some folks from KSRNAZ.com. Uh, and so Sean ends up, uh, he sends a, a text in the group and he says, now the, the, the Eagles have the momentum going into next week's game. And I wanted to get your thoughts. And I thought, well, that doesn't make sense. First of all, it, it's, it, it, momentum is a made up thing. I think momentum, if you want to say anything, momentum is confidence. I think confidence is what momentum is. But, uh, but if that's the case, then both teams will be going in with momentum because they both won. So I don't understand. So then if both are coming in with momentum, then of course, what is the next one? Who wants it more? I mean, come on. I mean, you can't just keep stacking this stuff on top of each other. Mm -hmm. But your thoughts on momentum, is it a real thing? You've played not only football, you've played, you've played uh, baseball at, at some of the, you know, some of the higher levels. So what, what's your thought on momentum? Is it real or is it not your, your, your thought on momentum? Momentum is a real thing sometimes, Jay, in terms of in-game uh, you can sometimes just sense when the tide turns. And like you said, you bring up a great point. It's all about confidence. And it's about one team starting to lose it and the other starting to gain it and questioning, you know, is the other side questioning, you know, what's going on. And then you throw in the factor, man, I joke about it all the time, but sometimes booties get real tight. And that yeah. is a real thing. Yeah. You know, guys start pressing because, you know, you start watching the, the other side is coming. Here they come. And 
you know, it can be whether it's basketball, all of a sudden everything they throw up from half court, they're hitting. We can't hit a layup, you know, and it's just everybody starts pressing. Uh, you know, now all of a sudden they're out there and running the ball down the throat. We can't stop them. Everybody starts to panic a little bit. Guys that start to do too much, the, the quote unquote momentum starts to build and roll, right? right. Okay. Now let's talk about this week to week thing. What was the score of this past game? 26 to seven, right? Yes, sir. And we talked about the fact that, wow, the Giants, what they did last week against Seattle. Oh my goodness. They can come in and do that again because they got all this momentum. And, <laughs> wow. Whoa. and on the flip side, man, the Cardinals are going in the other direction. They just look horrible. It's just going to be a, and what happens? They go out there and get the snot beat out of them yes. because like I said, from week to week, it's all about, here's the thing. Week to week, it's about your preparation. Yeah. It's about your game plan. And then once the first ball is kicked, it's about who's ready to play that day. Right. And who, you know, and, and the Giants, like I said, it was stacked against them. They did, the, in my opinion, they did the wrong thing by taking an injured Daniel Jones out there. And that momentum, everything they built, you know, two weeks ago, <laughs> throw that out the window. So, you know, momentum is only as good as is in, in my opinion, is in game. Now, I will say this, confidence can grow, you know. Right. I've seen teams, you know, all of a sudden they get on that roll and you feel like nobody can stop you, you know. And what happens, Jay, people start preparing better. They start uh, being more aggressive. Uh, they, you know, they get out there and they're flying around. There's no, there's no ingredient or no uh, special formula. When you got a team that's out there and everybody is prepared and from start to finish, they're flying around. That's going to give you an opportunity to, 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 for victory. Like this whole thing with momentum from week to week, we talk about it all the time, man. It's, it's only, you know, it's one of those made up words and everybody likes to jump on it, but you know, it's, it's, it's a week to week thing, man. So let's transition to what's going on this week and week. Goodness. Is it week 14? 14. 14. 14. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. 14 or 15. It is December the week for, okay. No, week 15. Yeah. Yeah, Week 15. Thank you. 16, 17 to finish up. So the, the Philadelphia Eagles will be the opponent of the Arizona Cardinals. They'll be heading back east, going to the team that Ed loves, which is the Philadelphia Eagles. Long story. <laughs> give him, give him a, a shot of nice, uh, nice, nice uh, adult beverage, and he'll, he'll tell you the story. <laughs> but So they come away with a 24-21 victory over the New Orleans Saints. Um, you know, Taysom Hill, of course, now looks very mortal, where everybody trying to build him up. It's funny, yeah. how, that, funny how that works. But coming out of that game, one of the things that's interesting to me, 246 rushing yards for the Philadelphia Eagles in that victory. Um, And then, of course, that means they killed it passing, right? No, that means 167 passing yards. Um, We know that Jalen Hurts, uh, he is the he has been named the starting quarterback. Uh, Not only did he start last game, but he's starting. He's been named the starter already this week as of uh, as of yesterday, I believe. And your thoughts on this game, I'm worried about uh, one of the things that we know that the Cardinals can, they have the potential, the ability to be able to corral a quarterback that is mobile. When we think about a, when they played, um, uh, when they, when they played Russell Wilson, but if you look at the recent history, they also played a rookie quarterback from Miami 
that that for some reason they didn't seem as if they were able to make the necessary adjustments to be able to counter what was going on. And Tua Tungavailoa was able to to get to rush a little bit, was able to just sit back in the pocket and just go through his progressions. Uh, we don't expect Jalen to be one of those guys that's going to go through progressions. We expect, I would imagine, for there to be a lot more run run. Uh, pass uh, RPOs going on, things of that nature. But I'm concerned about their ability to run and whether or not the Cardinals are, are stout enough to really be able to to hold up to that. Your thoughts on this game and where you think I'm right, where am I wrong? Get, you know, give give me your assessment. Yeah, no, I think you're spot on. I think this, you know, we were we last week we caught a break with them with the Giants just whatever reason putting Daniel Jones in there. Uh, this week we're not catching great because I would much rather see Carson Wentz <laughs> Heck yes. this week. You know, I'm like, damn, you know, there's just waited a couple weeks. You know, we might have had a shot at him, you know. Uh, Jalen Hurts brings uh, a uniqueness. And here's the thing. It's not rocket science, man. They're not going to come out there and try to throw the ball, in my opinion, 40 times. They're going to do exactly oh. what they did last week. You know, they're going to utilize his feet, uh, some, you know, trickeration with the uh, running game. They'll be conservative with him with the running game. And that does cause problems. One of the things that I was confused about with uh, New Orleans and their attack against Jalen, it was almost like, well, we don't know what he's going to do because obviously we've not, we haven't really seen him for. So let's just sit back and wait and see what, what you're going to do, right? <laughs> Instead of throw everything but the kitchen sink at him, confuse him, just like we did with two a few weeks ago, right? right? I was waiting for New Orleans to come out and be like, man, you wait till you see this, you know? Yeah. And they came out in some generic coverages. They didn't blitz him much. When they did bring people, it was almost like it was telegraphed and he was able to see it. And then he escaped and, you know, made the throws when he had to make them, uh, ran when he had to run them. He looked so comfortable out there. You would imagine he was, had, you know, had been starting all season long. In comparison, you watched, like, you know, cause I, I watched all the games on Sundays, you know, I, Pride myself won't try to cover it all, right? And I've right. been watching Carson Wentz, man. There were times when you'd have thought they had 14 or 15 defenders out there. On the field. <laughs> he's seeing he, ghosts. Man, he's seeing ghosts. He's looking down at his feet when he hears something. He's, you know, he's not looking down the field. Next thing you know, he's running into blitzes and tacklers and stuff like that. Right. So this is a situation, man, where I'm really curious to see how we come out. And now we have some film on him. That's the good thing. We got some film. So, Let's try to attack this dude and make him think and, like you said, make him see some 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 extra things out there. You know, if we come out there and we just get vanilla and let him get comfortable and all of a sudden they're, they've got this balanced attack, we could be in, in trouble. You know, if we come out there and decide, you know what, we're not going to wait to see what he's going to do or their, what their plan is. We're going to make them adjust to our blitzing. Uh, and not necessarily blitzing, but pressure defense, meaning dudes – twisting, doing all these different things to cause some confusion. So be interesting to see how we attack Jalen. I do like what I saw from Eagles last week. I'm not an Eagles fan. I'm just saying in terms of what they did, they took this young man and said, we're not going to make him Carson Wentz. We're going to make him Jalen Hurts and see how it goes. And it actually turned out pretty good for him. Now, when you look at the defense of the of the the Philadelphia Eagles there in terms of pass yards a game they're ninth at 220 
their defensive rush yards a game, uh, 127 yards a game that they give up, 24th. I'm not, I don't, I still don't think one of the things that I was impressed with, uh, this previous game against the Giants is at least the Cardinals seem to stick with the run as opposed to abandoning it. But, um, I don't expect the Cardinals to, to rack up a lot of yards rushing, even though we know that, that, uh, Murray was able to, to, you know, be a little bit mobile, uh, this past game. But your thoughts on the defense of the, of the Eagles and how that stacks up against what we, 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 what should be, you know, an explosive offense of the Arizona Cardinals. How do you see the, that playing out? You know, the, the Eagles, they're kind of an enigma, man. I don't, you know, I was all, was all their problem. Carson Wentz. <laughs> no, we know that they've right. been losing games in all kinds of different ways there. I think the conversation just kept kind of gravitating toward him. They've had issues on both sides of the ball. Uh, defensively. Yeah. they, we could walk into this game, and if we have an attack, especially we saw Murray getting a little more aggressive with the run this past week against the Giants, if we can kind of uh, get our running game going with him, with our backs, and then utilize what we got with DeAndre Hopkins and the all the other receivers kind of checking in here recently, I think we could actually dominate this game. It always just scares me because – we don't put that effort forward, meaning we don't go out and basically try to establish something. It's always a mystery, Jay. What's the game plan going to be this week? Or is it going to be the same <laughs> one as last week? Right. I just don't know. So I'm really anxious to see how they come out and try to attack this Philly front. You know, whether, you know, like I said, we're like, well, do we put the strap them up and try to get after them or maybe a little more trickeration? Um, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. We'll see, but it's going to be interesting because the one thing you want to do, you definitely want to get out early on top of Philly. You don't want to make this a game. Cause like I said, we, we beat that wounded duck last week. Uh, I don't think Philly's going to be that easy of a task this week, especially going back to, you know, over there, uh, back to back on the East coast. So. Cool. So, so let's go ahead and give our predictions on how we see this one playing out, man. I... It's tough, Jay, man. I <laughs> It's tough. It is tough because you just don't know. It's like this team is like a box of chocolates. You just don't know what you're going to get. Exactly. Um, I'm uh, maybe um, I'm slightly convinced that I think they'll be able to put up enough points, but I think it'll be it'll still be another close game. Maybe Cardinals by four. Um, I think they you while you think that this should be a game that they should pull away, just because again, if you're taking advantage of the inexperience of a rookie quarterback. In, in only his second start, but he's seen some game action during the course of the season spot, you know, spot duty here and there, but still, I think that they, there's a greater expectation that they should really put the hammer down, put the hammer down on them. But I think it'll be a Cardinal win by four. Um, what do you think? What do you got in this one? Man, I'm right there with you, Brad. It's like, it's one of those ones I'm starting to the Cardinals throughout the season, as far as us picking them, it's almost like, uh, they reminded me of the Atlanta Falcons. When you pick them, they lose. When you pick against them, they win. Huh. So, you know, and I'm, I'm hoping, like I said, there's at this point, Jay, there's no room for error for the, for the most part. If you want to get into, and here's, and I'll bring this up, you know, we got these Eagles, but then you got Rams and 49ers who 49ers ain't laying over for you and the Rams. They're going to be shooting for a playoff position. So yeah. nothing is going to come easy in these last few weeks. And this is a game with, against the Eagles. Uh, if you look at 
uh, you know, all factors. This is one of those ones, man, this, you got to go get this one. This is, you know, the Eagles, you know, four, eight, one, whatever the heck they are. This is one of those ones you can't lose. Yes, you can. You can't lose this one. <laughs> if you try hard enough, you can't lose this one. But I'm hoping, you know, that we learned our lesson. And this is, man, I'm on the fence with this one, but I am going to pick the Cardinals, hoping I'm, I'm, I'm not jinxing them by doing just that. But like you said, this is going to be a close game. I don't think – I think the Eagles will slow it down enough because they're not going to be trying to go, you know, uh, you know, everything to the wall with uh, Jalen. And with that being said, this could be one of those just kind of ugly 24 to 21 games, 23 to 20, something like that. Um, but I'm looking for the Cardinals to bring victory home for us and stay in that seven spot for the time being. Yeah, that would be great to have playoffs coming back to the Phoenix area. So on behalf of the one and only Ed Easy Smith, this has been Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. My name is Javon Adams, and we do this every week. Tell a friend to tell a friend about what we have going on here. Search Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. That's B-L-E-A-V in the Arizona Cardinals on all your streaming networks and services and all that good stuff. So until next time, like we always say, are you kidding? Easy out there. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.